Welcome to Chaos Divided, a podcast exploring the hobby, the game, and the lore of Warhammer 40k. We're your hosts, Nurgle Snurgle and Blushing Noise Marine, and today we're talking about how to keep a positive mindset and get the most out of a new edition of 40k. To get us started, I kind of liked the quote thing, so it is life Mm. that matters, and what I have learned is that chaos is life, for life is change and destruction and new forms, new mutations ever manifesting, which is from the Dawn of War games. So I thought that was a fitting start. Beautiful. Couldn't say it better. (laughs) So I thought with 10th edition coming, talking about a changing game, uh, I think is helpful. I think a lot of people joined the hobby in ninth edition, and this is maybe the mm-hmm. first edition change for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can see you see it, you know, in anything, social media, anyone like on Discord, you know, there's kind of the like, oh, everybody I don't knows have to change. <laughs> Everyone knows 10th is coming. <laughs> and yeah, I think we wanted to kind of talk about getting excited about it and, and talk mm-hmm. about how 40k is a living, breathing game and not just like a set of rules that are never going to change. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I really like, I haven't gone through this. I wasn't here for eighth edition. So I'm kind of excited to have this level. No, I came back for ninth. So I, uh, I'm excited for kind of this index system. Mm -hmm. Everyone on kind of a level playing field, you know, maybe except space Marines, but anyways, (laughs) um, but I'm kind of excited to see how that goes. Um, Mm -hmm. but you were, here for eighth. So I was how, in the, what does that feel? I was in the tail end of eighth, so I didn't uh experience the indexes. Okay. Because um, like I think the demons were one of the last books in eighth edition and that's when I got in. Um but I've heard nothing but good things about the index time during eighth. But that was also they were coming from seventh seventh, which was chaos. And then going into eighth was which was just like vanilla. <laughs> You're going from every ice cream scoop to just a vanilla scoop. Which I think in two editions, ninth really had already gotten to the like, mm-hmm. all you can eat. Mm-hmm. I think we'd gotten past the all you can eat ice cream bar and we just got into the food fight. Like it was like everything <laughs> is thrown at the wall. Like, yeah, chocolate sauce, waffle cones, just like everything. And people are right? getting hurt. <laughs> Which, you know what? One thing I do find interesting though, now that we're seeing more of the shape of 10th, you can see how they were kind of proto-testing 10th. Like, mm-hmm. if you go look at, like, um, like Demons and Chaos Space mm-hmm. Marines. Or World Leaders. In, yeah, World Leaders mm-hmm. very plainly is, like, 10th. Mm-hmm. And But even Chaos Space Marines, each Legion is kind of in these six stratagem. They yep. have their own relics and their own Warlord traits. Yeah. And and in comparison to Death Guard, when they came out, if you look at the strats, you like, what, what, three pages? And you're like, okay, I'm going to use maybe three of these during my game. But I have to remember 30 of them because some of them are interactive. <laughs> well, and Tau was the same thing. Like, it was just, you know, you're you're constantly like, okay, this one specific uh, situation might someday possibly, like, um, I, there's a strat in the Tau Codex I've used in one game. Because mm-hmm. it is so specific that you would never use it in any other game. Mm-hmm. Did it feel good using it? It was kind of fun. I'm not going to okay. lie. Um, mm-hmm. It's the, uh, the there's like an ion laser stratagem. So in your next command phase, it like shoots a laser through and everything takes damage. So I used it to oh, like yeah. um, unplump like a back end in a game where they he was just like sitting in the back, just shooting mm-hmm. at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like very specific, but it's like, 
if this stratagem wasn't in the game, nothing would have been lost. Okay, right. So, <laughs> and I feel did like you, nine... did you remember the name of it? You're like, or did you're like, oh, there's that strat. Yeah, ah. it, no, that's it. Was the like, uh, it's the laser space thing. Let me figure it out. Um, and that's honestly, I think what a lot of ninth edition had gotten to was like these niche interactions where you're like, oh, I think I might have something. And mm -hmm. you're getting into games where somebody's like rifling through a codex, trying to remember this one obscure thing because they think they can do something. So like indexes sound really nice, especially mm -hmm. like a nice breather, I think, to get back to some kind of like vanilla. Yeah, exactly. But it's time to clean up the food fight. <laughs> let's start from, yeah, let's start from scratch. And I think that's really, you know, I think what we're trying to talk about today is really like having that positive attitude because like right. there's so much that's out there to get excited about. And like, you know, we're right in the middle of like all of these um, announcements and new things coming out. Warhammer Fest just happened. Like mm -hmm. the reveals are kind of like surrounded us. So it's kind of like pure excitement. Um, and I think really like the big thing is to kind of like, just stay positive about it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if you're seeing like a little snippet and it's kind of like, oh, well, that doesn't seem as good as what it is now. Like, mm. you don't know what the whole thing looks like. You gotta, right. yeah. you gotta well, give like, it a chance. And uh, we were just discussing, like we ourselves have seen the addition change and we've seen what people have kind of said or like whispered about or, and yeah, this is just to help those who are new at this, like, what to really expect or what you can it, it's not all doom and gloom like I think that's what we're used to but um that there is the excitement and we can rile the people up around here and I think it really like what makes 40k unique is that it is this like living game like mm -hmm. you know every game of chess you're ever going to play has the same rules yep but 40k goes beyond that and new additions create a new way to even play your army. Mm -hmm. Really, you're not going about things the same way. And uh, I've got it written in here and about the Fish of Fury because mm -hmm. I want to take us all on a little history lesson. Yes, let's go. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we, we were saying, like, what is that? I've never heard of it. And I was like, oh, hmm, tell me more. <laughs> so the Fish of Fury was... Uh, in 4th edition, a strategy for Tau. And in 4th edition, there was um, basically line of sight uh, shooting phases where you couldn't mm -hmm. shoot units behind other units. So, like, you could basically hide your whole back line. Like, that was a whole guard strategy in 4th edition, which you just have, like, waves of guardsmen, and you couldn't shoot at the tanks behind them. Oh. Like, it was a whole, like, there was ways of, like, obscuring and covering things. Whoa, so, like, so what you're saying is my plague bearers could have protected my great and clean one? Yeah. <laughs> my nerglings could have protected my great and clean one. I think uh, I'm, we're maybe dating myself here, and, and I'm sure oh, they, someone will leave us a comment no that demons? I'm getting this wrong. Um, there was demons back then. Oh, okay. um, demons were, like, a half-baked faction, though, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I think 5th is actually when they started building out that in 40k, because it was like, okay. a, hey, we have these fantasy models, maybe someone might want to play them. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> like, they were, like, they came in, sig um, actually, like, fantasy packaging. Like, there wasn't, 40k wasn't attached to them at all. You just could play them. Okay. Um, 
So this whole interaction with the shooting phase, so you could run Devilfish, the tower transport, um, you would put them sideways, like front to front, so you would block off a whole bunch of the board, and you Mm -hmm. would unload your Fire Warriors at one end, and because they were skimmers, you could shoot your Fire Warriors out at whatever they needed to shoot at, and if they didn't have anti-tank weapons on the other side, uh, this is back when, like, we had armor facing. So, like, mm-hmm. devilfish were fairly tough. They were actually one of the tougher transports. Um, so, like, a bolter wasn't going to shoot through a devilfish. And back then, you also... So, you, you, charging the devilfish also wasn't going to make sense. So, you'd have to actually, like, run around them mm-hmm. to get to the fire warriors. Meanwhile, the fire warriors are just shooting at you and everything behind them. So, but with 5th edition, we went to the more modern shooting phase where you can shoot past units okay so it like completely shut down that whole strategy so the whole point of this is uh additions can also change the interaction and they change the way your army functions Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. in fourth edition were like a gun line army they were not super mobile you would like have a fire base and you might have some crisis suits and then fifth edition which never got a tau codex so you're working on a fourth edition codex, the whole edition, and you had to completely kind of relearn the codex and relearn mm-hmm. how your army functioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that, especially with, I know I, know I keep talking about them, but like the Nurgle Demons, like going from the eighth edition to the ninth, completely different play style. Like the reason why I got into Nurgle Demons was because of play style. I love being like a tar pit. I like to heal. I like to just be resilient. Mm. But new Nurgle demons have like none of that. So that was a different play style I had to play with. Like I couldn't just sit on an objective with nine Nurglings, 18 Nurglings and just sit there and be resilient. Now, like not having the feel no pains, not being five up five ups, that was detrimental for, for them. I think Nurgle in ninth really lost a lot of the flavor. Like, I feel but, like but Slanesh kind of got right? With 10. <laughs> I'm hoping. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we're probably going to see, like, the indexes are probably going to be pretty, like, Chaos Undivided. Like, the Chaos Space Marine reveal just came out. It's going to be a mm-hmm. Chaos Undivided kind of structure with, like, all the gods around it. Mm-hmm. So kind of that more, like, Black Legion um, detachment. Mm-hmm. Um I would imagine demons are probably going to be more of a like Bellacore undivided build than necessarily like a you're going to get Nurgle, you're going to get Slanesh like right off the bat, which is probably a little mm-hmm. sad, but it's all right. Like lately, I've been playing the undivided Bellacore Monster Smash, and they're so much fun. <laughs> Honestly, um, it's also a blast to play against. Like it mm-hmm. looks yeah? super scary. Yeah, no, I um, last tournament, I. Uh, I played against, it was, uh, they had blood, a Bloodthirster, a Lord of mm-hmm. Change, and Bellacore, and I thought it was going to be, like, a slog, and it was probably one of the more fun games. Like, just, awesome. like, it was a brutal game, but in, like, there was massive swings, like, within the game. Like, it was, yeah, you know, a crazy game, and I think, you know, that whole monster, it was just, like, I think it was fun for both of us, and that's really what you want out of a game. Exactly, yep. Surprise. <laughs> and I mean bloodthirsters are crazy, but <laughs> But they're, they're killable. Like they they're very scary when they can perform. But you know what? Like 
the the demons are fair where sometimes they don't perform and they're not rolling their four ups and <laughs> I actually did kill the Oh, did you ignore him? I left it yeah. to uh, turn five. It was still standing there. <laughs> um, Abaddon killed Bellicor and a Lord of Change, but the Bloodthirster just like got yeah, stuck y- clearing objectives. <laughs> And that's smart. You gotta kill that Lord of Change because turns three, four, and five, he's getting all those spells off. Mm-hmm. Almost guaranteed getting super smites, and he'll just pick up. It's uh, honestly, if uh, Abaddon gives you the the corn uh, strat right now, so you can get a four up deny. Yeah. And that was kind oh. of the only thing holding me on was the like trying to deny some of the worst of uh, those spells because yeah, mm-hmm. he. he the Lord of Change really becomes kind of like a wrecking ball near the end. Was he the named one? Was he Kairos Fateweaver? Do you remember? Did he know all the spells? I think he did know all the spells. Yeah. A lot of people are using Kairos because like, yeah, he just knows all the spells and you're like, mortal wounds, mortal wounds, mortal wounds. (laughs) Well, yeah. And that's what, yeah, it's uh, mortal wounds are... You either seem to have a, an army that's very good with mortal wounds, or you have an army that's terrible with mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping in the new edition that gets a little more balanced out. Yeah, that's going to be interesting with mortal wounds. It kind of seems like every army is going to have mortal wounds in some flavor. Mm-hmm. Like right now, it's very like psychic is mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like psychic is not necessarily that in the new edition. Yeah, can you kind of do? Do you want to kind of dive into like the psychic phase, or do you want to save that and we'll talk about that later? We can. We're talking about a new edition. We can talk okay. about the psychic phase. What's going on with the psychic phase? Because I'll let everybody know. I'm kind of wanting to go into tenth edition. Just like I want all the rules in front of me and learn it that way. But I have been hearing that psychic phase is gone. Yeah, so it's kind of getting wrapped up into whatever kind of applicable phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, the Chaos Space Marine just came out, the reveal, um, and they had Legionaries on there. So Legionaries uh, right now can get a Veilfire Tome, which allows them to cast a few spells and become a Psyker. Mm-hmm. That's now just, basically, it's a gun. It's like a Psychic gun. So in the okay. shooting phase, it's better than I a Boulder. See. And but like, you... I'm guessing there's going to be some um, spells in the movement phase, which will yeah. do like movement, teleportation type of spells. That's what yeah, I, mean. I think the weird boy they've shown does some like movement stuff um, in the movement phase. And I think I can't remember the librarian that they've shown off has some like perk abilities he does to like the unit he's attached to. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a roll dice situation for a lot of it. Um, it's just like an ability they have. So that's kind of tying into what we're talking about, going from one edition where you're used to something to uh, a new one where it's going to be completely different. And I imagine it's going to feel weird for even like thousand-some players that after the movement phase, you won't have a psychic phase. You just go straight into shooting. Well, yeah, and you're, I think, going to have like... From the heavy psychic armies, you're going to go from having kind of this like rehearsed kind of like symphony of psychic to having to figure it out amongst all the other phases. And I I enjoy that. I think I'm I'm really interested to see that play out because yeah, there were some times where there's some psychic phases. You're like, oh man, this is going to hurt. Hard. It's like a hammer, and if you don't have anything to combat that, it hurts. But like I like the 
the fact that it's going to be throughout the entire game. Well, and not all Psychic is going to be Mortal Wounds anymore either. So mm. what they've shown us for some smites is it's like a strength AP damage situation. So it's it's more like a gun than it is. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's going to be very different. It has like a Psychic keyword on it. So there might still be some like feel no pain stuff around it. And we don't know exactly what that looks like yet, but like it's going to function too... more like an attack. 2d6 to see if it goes off we don't know yet right okay <laughs> that's kind of the like uh i think the librarian had like two smites there was like a big smite and a little smite and there was like another keyword on the big smite so we don't mm -hmm. quite know what it's gonna look like yet um so there might be some variability but it's looking like psychic's gonna be a little more like of an attack than necessarily like its own thing mm. exciting um, the, the Tyranid reveal didn't include any Zoanthrope stuff, so like that would be where we would see uh, smite bombs. So. Mm. But mm. yeah, I think Tyranids are going to be very... Tyranids, Thousand Suns, Grey Knights are probably going to be a very different army. Um, next We're edition. here for it. <laughs> On, well, I think Thousand Suns has been such a swingy army through ninth that mm -hmm. they would probably enjoy maybe some stability. Yeah. Tyranids sure. have been a swinging army too, but mostly in the winning direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you can swing to the to the loss, but most of them never chose that way. It was Leviathan right? and Kraken. And <laughs> no, and, and honestly, I think, you know, coming back to kind of getting excited about a new edition, I think the meta gets so baked in so quickly now. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I think back to 10 years ago, there wasn't really the like content creation there wasn't the like youtube channels talking about like the meta in the same level you know white mm -hmm. dwarf was still like a reliable source for strategy um back wow. then yeah weird times before youtube um so i mean the meta didn't quite bake in as fast but like you know nowadays like what you were saying before we got started like if you want to be really competitive, you've got to be up to date week by week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, the things that I was saying was that uh, I've heard from many people that they can't play because they just can't keep up. Like we have our everyday lives. We have our jobs. We have children and sick cats that I'm looking after. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, and it's it's tough for someone to have to go onto the forums and check the FAQs and check the, the newest Auspects tactics video <laughs> just to keep up with the rules because nobody wants to go to a tournament and then find out, no, all of that is not true. So it, it was tough for the admin of this game for, for this edition and with the simplicity of 10th coming, I think that's going to put a lot of ease onto people. I think it might actually like, like you were saying, especially with COVID, we saw an influx of people in, in ninth and playing it and trying it and, and loving Like I, I love ninth. Like when it first came out, I loved it. Like it was great. And now we're going into a new edition. Um, you're going to see the, the new people come in and possibly more of the older players that loved eighth and love the simplicity and just want to have a, a quick pickup game without having to check all all the resources just to keep up of what 
this game is now like you like you said it's a living it's almost a living organism in itself and we just kept feeding it <laughs> it's like a hive mind like we just kept feeding it it was just a biomass and it just got too big for for the masses i i think that's a good way of putting it that it got too big because it's really you know what goes into building a list now is like you know if you're not using an app like if you were to mm. use a pen and paper to build a list yeah. you know you've got to check multiple documents you got to check mm -hmm. like the the points changes like your codex or arcs is, of omen and yeah like yeah like your yeah even like your codex is basically like toast Mm -hmm. within like mm -hmm. a few weeks usually of getting published mm -hmm. um if you're votan then it got toasted before it uh, even got published oh, got pre-toasted so... um <laughs> pre-toasting <laughs> which is you know uh and i like i know eldar uh, players that were pretty bitter about how fast like most of their mm -hmm. codex got torched like it was you know they they bought a picture book um for the most part yeah so I think that some of the changes they're making, the data sheets, mm -hmm. that more like centralized um, repository for a lot of the rules, mm -hmm. that sounds really good. I think mm -hmm. that will make a huge difference for people. For sure. Um, so moving to uh, kind of one of the, the points that I've noticed kind of playing different editions is that the editions tend to rhyme and they often repeat. So. A lot of things we've seen so far have actually been elements from older editions. Like when mm -hmm. I saw the Land Raider reveal and it had the assault ramp rule, mm -hmm. which Land Raiders had for many editions, I was stoked because like Land Raiders are going to be Land Raiders again. So if you haven't Do you uh, mind seen... telling us folks that, <laughs> doesn't under that don't understand? I, I was going to get there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, so the assault ramp. What is ramp assault ramp? So, you know, the front of a land raider, how yes. it's kind of got the, the mouth? Yes. Um, so, so older editions, Yeah. So <laughs> older editions just... <laughs> used to only be able to disembark out of, like, doors. Oh. Yeah. So, like, uh, land raider So not, raider like, the has... corner of a no. tank. <laughs> like, the ba like, yeah, like, you don't uh, evaporate through the back of a land raider, for example. Like I have there's... shock Pikachu face right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, like you used to have to be within um, a distance of the the doors. So, like if you look oh. at uh, a rhino, a rhino has the door yeah. at the back and then the two on the side. So yeah. you couldn't put models in the front of a, a rhino when they came out. I love that so much. Yeah, that's, so, that's that, so thematic, right? And so, like the shaping shaping of vehicles used to matter a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm kind of it's nice to see that the assault ramp is at least getting some like rule love, even though it's not really applicable. But yeah, the land raider is the only transport um, that has a door on the front. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh. So like you used to be able to put your models in the front and then actually charge mm -hmm. them out. So like land raiders were a way to get like turn one charges in previous editions. So say for example, like the rhinos, could you not just drive them backwards? So that the, the door was in the so front? So they had armor facing. So the back armor was the oh. worst armor on them. <laughs> okay. So you could. Oh. Um, you could reverse them back, but then you would go from like, you know, an armor 13 to an armor 10 and a melta gun is strength eight. So like it would that's just get hilarious. blown out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, that's why land raiders were like, they were bricks. Like they were hard to blow up. Um, 
you know, playing Tau, like, the reason I have so many, like, hammerheads is because I used to play a lot of Space Marine players that had land raiders. Mm, because okay. railguns were the only thing that could even semi-reliably pop them. I see. That's why, yeah, during Ninth, I would hear the name Land Raider and that they missed the Land Raider. And whenever they saw Land Raider on the table, they'd go, oh, it's a Land Raider. Now I see why they're I just excited. bought one and I'm so stoked to use it more because, like, mm-hmm. they're such a quintessential, like, Warhammer vehicle. Like, the okay. news primaris space marine vehicles or like hover and whatever yeah but like a land raider is like it's a brick it's literally like a large brick it's mm-hmm. i think four inches wide like it's stupid to like even move around even a, board. a little bit more yeah like we've we painted one for deck box and yeah it's it's giant it's a, it's like a it's a fun model it's um mm-hmm. it's a feels good model because it just like it feels so quintessentially like space marine Mm-hmm. And like the chaos versions are obviously just covered in spikes and skulls, so that feels <laughs> and even they're better. They're cooler, of course. <laughs> I I may have defaced a corn symbol to put on my treads so that I drive over corn's face every time. That felt yeah. good for me. Yeah, leave leave your mark. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So no, I, I think, but I think that harkens back to kind of that like, the more you play it, the more the game kind of like, almost like reinvents itself amongst itself. Mm-hmm. So it's really like, you know, if you're sitting there only playing ninth and you're kind of like really worried about, okay, I don't know what my army's going to look like. It's probably going to feel very similar. It's not going to be like dramatically different. Mm-hmm. It's going to like probably rhyme with how you play it now. It might not be exactly the same, um, but they're not going to just go turn around and be like, you know what? Thousand Sons are now a shooting army. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like spells. They actually like despise spells. <laughs> Right. right. Magnus <laughs> has forsworn sorcery and he actually yeah. worships corn now. That's Yeah. Yeah. Nurgle uh went sexy. <laughs> Bring sexy. Um, back. are you saying Nurgle isn't look at look at the Queen one is, you know, that's a that's a whole lot of loving. Hey, I like my thick bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um so no, I think like, you know, not getting too worried about like having to relearn your army from scratch is probably a key like thing to keep in mind because you're not gonna have to mm-hmm. like it's gonna feel similar even you know what they've shown so far is really like it's minor you know yeah. and 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 to kind of go with that is that you may not feel like it's like your army but everyone else is gonna feel the exact same way like mm. they're learning an entire entirely new army and they're just gonna have to kind of feel for it again and i think that's really like a lot of fun you know Mm -hmm. your your pickup games are gonna feel a lot more kind of i don't know that kind of like having a game at the kitchen table kind of thing because it's Mm -hmm. gonna be a little slower at first and it's gonna feel maybe it's gonna be clunky it's gonna be yeah yeah and i think you know you're not gonna be sitting beside somebody like having to know exactly how your army works from day one. Yeah. And there's not going to be pressure because everyone's going to feel the same way that like, you know what? I understand. Like we're all learning it together. And, and I I definitely see a lot of people helping each other out as well. Yeah. I mean, if if you're, you know, there's people that have multiple armies, they're going to be starting from scratch. And if you've got Mm -hmm. somebody who does know your army a little bit, like I think they're going to be, 
more likely than not helpful um, mm -hmm. rather than saying like, oh, you don't know how that works. That's very silly. Like they're going to be, oh, actually, that's how that goes. Mm -hmm. And it like with the simplicity that we we're talking about, I'm kind of hoping that Games Workshop is going where you can just pick up these games where, um, yeah, you can set up your kitchen table and just simply play for three hours and, and keeping it just that simple. So you don't have to have every tab on your, on your computer open to show your FAQ so you can remember. Which is, yeah. And for some armies like that, it's cumbersome. Mm. Um, and I think that's one of the things they've said is that they'll actually be changing the data sheets. Mm -hmm. Like if they need to rebalance the game, which something as big as Warhammer, they're not going to get right the first time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not having to have a separate document, like they can go in and say, okay, you know what? This rule doesn't work on this unit. So we've updated the data sheet on that. I think if they do it well, it's going to be a thousand times easier. Yes. Yep. Because I, you know, there's just even little things that like, you know, if you read it in your codex and you didn't realize that it was, you know, FAQ'd or you didn't understand the ruling in the rule book versus... Or the grammar know, of it. <laughs> 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 it's it's true like you know and, and honestly when it comes to grammar i think sometimes um the players are the worst ones people complain about the way games workshop uh writes mm. rules um but uh, if you remember to the arcs of omen like abaddon and yeah. silent king people were finding like oh. half sentence like rules in one page of a codex to be like oh you can't do that anymore yeah yeah so like you know, I, yeah. I feel for Games Workshop sometimes in the way they have to write things because people will jump on anything, I think. <laughs> to... Wasn't that also with Angron, like the first World Leaders uh, FAQ? It was just like to answer a question that was putting uh, Warlord traits. You couldn't put it, you couldn't choose a Warlord trait for a named character. And I guess they mm. were trying to put that on Angron. But like, again, trying to stretch the rules, bend, bend to your will. <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, but then I think Angron says he can take a like a certain warlord trait. Right, because of the wording, like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's these, like, little, like, you know, the people who write the rules for Games Workshop are not lawyers. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think they almost have to put that very, like, proofreader hat on. Um, mm -hmm. And they're going to make mistakes. So I think hopefully a less bloated game will lead to less of those kind of arguments. Correct, yeah. Um, now, one of the most exciting parts of a new edition is new models. Have you mm -hmm. looked at any of the new models? I know you're avoiding it. Uh, I've, well, it's hard to avoid, especially <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> but I have seen the, the Tyranid models. I'm more uh, geared up for the Tyranid models. Like I've seen a couple of the, the Space Marines and the Librarian and the, the Dreadnought. But yeah, I'm really excited for the Tyranids, at least. I'm, I'm interested to see if there will be new demon models like that didn't we didn't get a single new model for um ninth so i'm interested to see if there will be new models i would like to see them bring more aos models into 10th mm. like you don't have to make a new sculpt you can just add a, a couple characters from there so there's some beautiful sigmar demon oh, don't get me started <laughs> like um Nurgle especially. Some of the mm. Sigmar stuff is gorgeous. I would say the um, Slanesh. 
Oh. Oh, well, Slanesh is always gorgeous, yeah. but... <laughs> no, it's sort of like, the, the demonettes are a rough model at this point. Mm. And Sigmar has, like, some, like, the, the Bliss Barbs look way more, like, there's a lot of better Sigmar Slanesh stuff, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm hoping, uh, fingers crossed, 10th is an Emperor's Children release. Yes, so, so full groom. I would love full groom. <laughs> I want to see my sneaky boy full groom in all of yeah. his glory and yeah. just making everyone mad mm -hmm. with his perfection. Yeah. Uh, but no, the new Tyranids, um, the I can't even think of it, the big brain one. Mm -hmm. Yes. That one is like an eldritch horror. That one's very well done. Yeah. And. Even some of the smaller ones, like, they Gons, really yeah. improved, I think, the concept of Tyranids. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't look as buggy anymore. They look far more alien, which I think is really nice. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, new space marines are always new space marines. I, 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 <laughs> it's hard to get excited. Like, yes, the new Terminator looks better than the old Terminator. It looks like a Terminator. Yeah. It's not as exciting as, like, giant angry brain. Right? <laughs> That's a completely new silhouette and skull right? and everything. Where it's like, yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully uh, you get your hands on some of the new Tyranid stuff. Because I, I would imagine you could do some some cool things. I saw your 8-bound. Uh, your yep, they're um, coming along. And I, I know those are in uh, deck box colors. But I was amazed at how well they work. Mm -hmm. It was it my almost, first... It was my first time doing grim dark armor like that, and uh, it was my first time doing oil washes. So it really made the effect come to life. So if you haven't seen those uh, on Nurgle Snurgle's Instagram, you should take a look because they are gorgeous. <laughs> and you know, I know they're branded for different colors, but they, you still manage to kind of give them that like classic World Eaters armor. Mm -hmm. um, which I feel like a lot of people have tried to do, but I, I think you did a really good job on it. Oh, thank you. Coming from a fellow Chaos player, that's I appreciate that. I mean, Corn is like the worst of the gods, but... Ooh, you know. don't say that too loud. Blood <laughs> <laughs> God might hear you. <laughs> well, we'll have to get him on here at some point and, and yeah. get talking, uh, talking more. Um, but no, I, I, Emperor's Children get the same type of treatment and some of that more like a demon... Like possessed type thing, like the eight bound. I think that would be gorgeous. And yeah, mm. if some new demons, I think, could be, especially with what they've done with some of the bigger stuff. Like, like the the keeper of secrets needs a needs a refresh for sure. Mm -hmm. And there's just some like, well, there's like, some room for improvement in some of those models. Uh, I can't remember what their name is, but uh, the the winged uh, keeper of secrets from AOS just add those into and get and mm. give give keeper secrets fly and like the fly keyword and like those are sexy models right there like bring those on <laughs> no and that's like yeah if, if they brought even some of the sigmar stuff I, and i think that would but you have the models just write rules for them yeah, exactly maybe i'll get them in the index maybe i'll get them right from day one just like oh boom. yeah yeah they're gonna be like, we heard you loud and clear. We stopped the right? press, <laughs> and we're put. We're, that was a great idea. <laughs> like we never thought about it. We were like, oh, never occurred to us. 
We can still double the models. You can send my check to Canada. <laughs> there we go. No, but I, I think with new any new edition, and uh, one of the more exciting things too, they said, at least for the first year's worth that they've announced, every army is getting a new model. Oh, at least okay. one. Um, so there should be at least some new models coming up for armies that, like, I don't know if Admech have gotten a new model since they were launched like so there's things to be excited about for everyone i think is the the message there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um we've been talking about being positive and i think we've kind of been touching on it but you know everyone's going to talk about kind of their the reveals for their army and speculate and i think you know the important thing is to make sure that that speculation doesn't turn into like nitpicking or negativity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're not getting a codex in that first year release, I feel like that's right. You know, some you might be sitting there kind of disappointed, um, but you're still going to have basically brand new rules to learn mm -hmm. in a few months. You're going to have a whole new addition to explore how those rules interact. And just because you don't have a new codex, that doesn't mean, you know, we don't know what they also have planned. They might release new detachments along the way. Like, we don't mm -hmm. know their plan. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, there's all kinds of new stuff to learn. Um, you know, I know I'm going to be losing Everest Children with the index. That's already been made pretty, well, that was made clear today. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we were talking earlier, demons are probably going to get a Chaos Undivided, but probably not a mono god detachment mm -hmm. and i think that's okay like yeah. you're still going to get to explore the new edition and it's going to be all kinds of things to get excited about and i think it's important to have that you know if you want to speculate in theory craft i think that's cool but just don't let it get you down right i wouldn't doubt that it may be a way for GW for them to really hone in on the game system itself without having all these bloated rules and without having all this like fluff. They probably want to have a new system that works and by having it simple and, and just this this rollout of people or of codexes coming, it's just it's gonna help them as well. Like we could we also have to understand like they do listen to our voices and there's thousands of voices that they listen to. And because we, you can see it through the, the FAQs, like things get changed because of the voices out there. So um, they're probably only wanting to hear the voices of how this game works, how the phases are and like, does this work? Are the mechanics there? And I think that's what they're, they're going for. At least that's what I hope. Well, and I think getting the, the fundamentals right is more mm -hmm. important than having exactly every flavor right. Yeah, it's it's building a house. Y yeah. You don't start with the windows, you start with the foundation. And I was just thinking, like, um, Bastor came with an army of renown. Mm -hmm. So that might have been kind of their test of releasing a detachment type mm -hmm. thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, um, onto something in kind of not a codex and i mean world leaders came with kind of that two army of renown system mm -hmm. um so you know 
I think they're experimenting with having the ability to maybe kind of bring these detachments in and out as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and have that, yeah. like, recycle every six months? Yeah, or... like, you might be able to have kind of like a, a detachment, like a selection of detachments. Like, mm-hmm. maybe that'll be what 11th does. Like, maybe they're kind of just experimenting with what that system looks like. Like, I think there's... They forecast what they're going to do more than I think we think we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Like, they I think they to. experiment. That's their business, yeah. Yeah. That's their business model. You know, like I said, with uh, some of the more recent codexes, like, I think those were kind of the testing ground for 10th. And as those kind of worked their way through, I think they were able to say, okay, you know what? This works. Mm-hmm. And you can have these kind of detachment-y sub-factions. Um and yeah, I think Vastor might have been an example of them. Okay, what happens if we kind of throw these rules out in the wild? And, you know. Mm-hmm. And like Vastor, I said, like, like the, the masses will speak and they're listening. As much as people well, think that they're not listening, they, they're, they have to soak up all of like what people are saying. They're, they're listening in a plural sense. They're not necessarily listening to your exact desires. Exactly. And they're not you know, responding. Well, they respond in the rules, but they're not going to directly respond to you. Yeah, it, it usually has to be pretty big. I think um, I know this from playing over children because it's a fight first, fight last army. Mm-hmm. There's a whole designer's commentary on that because it was so badly understood. Um, I still don't understand. <laughs> like it's, I, I I get it, but I I I get why people don't. So. Well, they're getting rid of the fight's last part, at least, so you don't yeah. have to figure... Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> I think it was an, it was a way for them... There used to be, like, initiative orders in fighting, mm-hmm. which is, again, another one of those, like, too complicated things. The game mm-hmm. is so much more streamlined now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they were trying to come up with a simplified version of that, but then it's just, like, the way those rules interacted. And for most armies, they didn't interact with them, so people mm-hmm. didn't learn them. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're playing, like, Emperor's right. Children had it. The Silent King has a rule. Yeah. Tau actually weirdly had a fight last rule. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I think Blood Angels have. So, like, there was a few armies that would interact. But, like, Emperor's Children was one of the only ones that, like, lived in it. Mm-hmm. So you have this one sub-faction of a codex that, like, lives in an obscure rule. And, yeah, you spend a lot of time explaining it. <laughs> Did you have a script like before your game? You'd be like, okay, so this is what the rule does, and this is what's gonna happen. And I know it doesn't Every- sound like correct, but I have gone through many <laughs> rules and researched, and this is how it works. <laughs> yeah, the uh, every time you step up to a table, it's the. Uh, so my whole army has fights first. <laughs> That's what so I started. So we will be alternating in your charge phase, and I will always fight first in my turn. Um, I'm sorry. And try to tell a new person that, and they're probably just like, say what now? They're like, oh, but I thought I fought first in my charge. <laughs> yeah. like, you get one. You get to pick the first one. I've had that exact same response. <laughs> Don't charge my Terminators and then not attack them. Like, that's... Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was a, yeah. So I'm hoping 10 cuts down on some of those like really obscure stuff that people just mm-hmm. don't, don't play with. Um, and I think, you know, this is, a for a 10 to 20 minute podcast, we're getting really good at getting closer to an hour. Um, 
I think the last big point is also we still have a couple months, month and a half mm-hmm. of ninth. If you're enjoying it, if you've enjoyed kind of the point you've gotten to, play some games while you still can. Like, go pick up mm-hmm. some games, um, get out there, and, you know, just because a new thing is coming, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy the thing that you've loved for the last three years. Yeah. And even when the thing does come, no one's stopping anyone to continue playing ninth. That, you know what? From experience, that happens for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But over time, people kind of get used to the new edition. Yeah. So that's why, that's why I will say, like, enjoy it while you can, because people will eventually kind of move on and it gets harder and harder. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, unless you want to try a game of fifth edition Warhammer someday. But <laughs> of course, <laughs> I would love like I, I started with seventh. I didn't like it. But now that I've played Warhammer for a while, I think I would want to go back and just kind of like relive seventh and why I didn't like it. <laughs> it's a, you know what? It's a whole different game. And that was really coming into ninth. Um, how killy the game was shocked mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really excited about 10th being a little bit more of an endurance kind mm-hmm. of, you know, survivable game. Mm-hmm. Make that that story, that narrative, and and the reason why we come to the table. Yeah, like I think you know, in this edition, like yeah, I've had yeah, I've played games where I've shot with Tau an entire ten block of Death Shroud Terminators off the table in one turn. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't feel like the lore should feel. Okay. That shouldn't be possible. And you know, earlier editions vehicles were tougher and Mm -hmm. it was harder to get wounds off like you know a space marine was a little more resilient than they are now like just Mm -hmm. a regular space marine and i think going back to some of that cutting down on some of the ap is going to bring a little more of that feel and it gets a little more like tactical Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you can't just like look sideways at something oh, and obliterate. that's gonna blow up <laughs> yeah <laughs> like okay they've got three rhinos full of corn berserkers um i'm gonna blow them all up turn one yeah. so now it's gonna spend three turns corn berserkers running towards me mm-hmm. um i think having a little bit more survivability is gonna make sure that you're not gonna get tabled turn one and you're Which gonna get to great. actually play the game yeah and and that's why i played nurgle and that's why i kept with nurgle is because it kept me resilient on the table so i was able to roll dice and and get the the recycled phases and and rules and learn like staying on the table you learn more than getting tabled turn one it's yeah and it it feels like you can always kind of have more of a, an impact and that's mm-hmm. why i am I keep talking about these new rules, and you say you don't want to talk about them. But no, I, I, the new, I, I'm fine. <laughs> the the new gambit, um, yes, uh, rule looks really cool. Mm-hmm. That's like the thirty victory points if you're in the yeah. quarters. I know. I said yeah. I, I, I'm waiting for the rules. I'm waiting for like all the rules, but I have heard the snippets. But yes, I have heard of that. Uh, I, I think a more survivable game and then an ability to swing the game a little bit in the end, mm-hmm. even if it's just a chance. I think if you're in a game with someone who's like, you know, no, like a competitive player that, you know, is really kind of like outclassing your skill. Maybe it still doesn't mean you can't play the game. Mm-hmm. 
there's mm-hmm. still always kind of that chance that you can kind of pull it out. Like I can think of like games I've played where I've been completely outclassed. And, you know, if you had a little bit more on the table and there's a, even mm-hmm. an off chance, you might be able to still pull a victory out. And I think mm-hmm. that'll feel better. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. So no, I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, are, are you excited? I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. Are, are we going to have like a, a ninth edition funeral and then a 10th edition birthday? We could. <laughs> do we want to do a funeral for ninth edition when 10th kicks off? Da, da, da. Okay. We could um, do the, the vitamin C song and think about all of our good times. We spent oh my together. God. That was my graduation song. That was Pretty everyone's great. graduation song. <laughs> we had to sing it in front of our parents. It was so embarrassing. That yeah, that sounds like yeah. that sounds like the vibe. Um, I mean, we could we could have a, a funeral for ninth. Because um, yeah, I think it's been a fun addition, and I think that's really all you can ask for is yeah, like the game, the hobby that you love, being fun and engaging. Yeah. Um, for sure, we're think... gonna be probably talking in the next couple of years. Oh, remember ninth edition and this crazy thing and that crazy thing and how how it was. I think we're gonna reminisce about this edition. I just reminisce about fourth edition. Exactly, and that was fifteen <laughs> years ago. So, ah. um, I think you know the the more you stay in the hobby, the the more you remember. I know um, some people locally. Um, you know, I've been playing since like first edition. And they reminisce about like first and second and some of the crazy stuff that used to be out there. So, I mm-hmm. mean, that's also part of evolving with um, the game is you can also reminisce and talk to folks about, you know, maybe when it wasn't as clean and polished and, you know, Warhammer used to be a little wacky. <laughs> wacky Warhammer. <laughs> do, do you know about the orc uh, paint colors? The paint colors? Yeah, so orcs. Um, like the, the like, com- if it's purple, it's sneaky. If it's red, it goes fast. Or yeah, those actually used to be rules. Oh no! So if you painted a thing red, it went faster. Like That's it moved further on the table. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yellow. Yellow is more DACA. Um, but yeah, the red. Um, all orc vehicles used to be painted red because they went faster. <laughs> So there was no point in painting it any other color. That is wacky. <laughs> so yeah, Warhammer used to be less clean. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, not the the system it is today. Right. Um, so no, and and I think you know, like I said about assault ramps, like we're kind of seeing flavors of that come back, where you know models can have kind of their own thing going on, which I think Ninth didn't have as much of. It was more about faction rules and stratagem interactions. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I think 10th, we're going to have a little bit more of that, like, individual model flavor, which I'm really excited about. And aren't there going to be rules for terrain as you can destroy them? I I don't know if it's destroyable, but there's definitely more rules around terrain. Maybe. Maybe I missed something. I don't know. I don't keep up with everything either. I know there's, like... um, height is going to matter more. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So if you're higher up and you shoot down, you get like bonus AP. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there might be destructible terrain. I don't know. Knights will be blowing up everything. They'll just well, like I'm stomp gonna manifest through. It. It, it. It's out there in the universe. So. 
I mean, I would love to see a great and clean one just like smash through a wall and like <laughs> Kool Aid Man it through. through a rock. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, just smash their way through like some guardsmen who thought they were safe. Who doesn't want that? I I right? GW, if you're listening to our second episode, Kool Aid Man great and clean ones. If it's the only ability. <laughs> We want Nurgle to be tough, and we want great unclean ones to Kool-Aid Bandit through walls. Yeah. There we go. That would be so much fun. <laughs> fixed. Army fixed. <laughs> that would just, just FAQ it now. Yeah. Four weeks of ninth, great unclean ones can Kool-Aid Bandit through a wall. Oh my god, yes. And it destroys the terrain in the process. Just like, yeah. boom, gone. <laughs> it's rubble. <laughs> it's just difficult <laughs> ground. <laughs> Honestly, Nurgle would feel better. I feel like you could play Nurgle Monogod just for that. Just three at Great Unclean would just smash it through terrain. Yep. Because I can't tell you how hard it is to move those things now. Like, you have to go around the corner. Like, one Great Unclean one is going to be so gentle just going around the corner of buildings. No, he's going to smash. <laughs> I'm picturing like a very dainty Great Unclean yeah. one. Just like, oh, I, I can't like... touch the terrain. Oh. <laughs> Pinky's up on his bell. That's yeah. he's like, oh, pardon me. Corner. <laughs> no, Kool Aid Man through. Break it. Walls oh, yeah. gone. Terrain's gone. It's manifesting. Oops. <laughs> that would be fun. So, all right. Well, I think I think we have some great ideas for chat. They haven't released any demon reveals, so if it happens, right. um, they're they're waiting for our it. rules. Yeah. <laughs> they're ready they're waiting for this take <laughs> this is what they've been wanting the whole time yeah um so in the meantime um while you're waiting for 10th and even into 10th i think the the big thing is to be patient be kind and have some great games 100 percent. in the meantime I want to thank you for joining us. Don't forget you can subscribe to Chaos Divided and you can find us on social media at Nurgle underscore Snurgle and mm -hmm. at Blushing Noise Marine. I have four followers at this point. I'm moving up in the world. Yeah. Yeah. How about, how about we just get you to five and you stay at five because that is Slanesh's no, no, number. No, six, six, oh, six is the holy six. number. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> I'm very tired. What, what's Nurgle's uh, holy number? 14? Like... Seven. <laughs> It's a multiple of seven, so you're, you're close. I accidentally got closer than I wanted to be. <laughs> uh, there we go. Two more followers. Good. Shut it down. Yes. Um, well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Bye.